Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Yeah, I promise I got a banger of a show today. Even Guy said so, and you all in the chat know Guy. Guy's like, the show will be okay today. I think I'm going to go home early. He even, he, even he saw the rundown and was like, this thing looks good. There's some kind of national outage, by the way. Again, folks, no reason to shit the bed ever and panic because panic kills, correct? I mean, I don't see anybody panicking, which is nice. Even the news is just reporting on it. But it's kind of weird, right? Kind of strange what's going on with that whole thing. And that's why I told you last week, a lot of people up on Capitol Hill, Republicans and Democrats, matter of fact, most of them hate your freaking guts. And many of them probably pitched the Russian Death Star story for reasons you and I will never understand. But I said to you last week, like, don't just automatically dismiss all this stuff. I'll get to that. Another killer video by Mike Benz, the guy who interviewed with Tucker at the beginning of the week about the CIA and election interference. It's so good. I cut it into two parts. It's so good. It's a walk and talk he did. Really good stuff. Today's show brought to you by Bone Charge. In these crazy days, you got to recharge, folks. Take care of your health. You know I am all about life hacks. Going to be 50 coming up in just uh, what, nine, 10 months, whatever. I'm losing track of time. I'm doing Joe Biden math. I need the life hacks to help me ease stress, unwind, and most importantly, stay healthy. I got kids. I want to stay alive as long as possible. I am an absolute, look at me, absolute believer in the power of sauna. The sauna blanket helps me break a sweat, can help remove some of that garbage from your body and some of those toxins. It sets up in less than a minute. It heats fast. You can relax and just look at the benefits of sauna. I, again, I always encourage you to look it up. Look up Dynorphins. Look up all the stuff it does for your body. I kid you not, the sauna blanket from Bone Charge. It's been a game changer for me. It's great. You got to try it. Bone Charge ships worldwide. The sauna blanket ships free with no hidden cost. Plus, Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. One of the other benefits of sauna I can tell you about, just check your heart rate. You're going to see, like, if you're in it and you're healthy enough to do a sauna in a blanket, feel your pulse. You're going to see your heart rate. It's like getting a workout in. Really? By si yes, by sitting there. Head to BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E, BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino to save 15%. It's over $100 off. Great product. Use it myself. All right, Joseph, let's go. It is now. Post time on Throbbing Thursday. Okay. You okay? <laughs> Joe and I were chatting about something before the show. That's why I'm thinking uh, there's, a, there's another angle to that. You guys may. Okay. The, I think we'll have to leave that for the un, unfamily friendly yeah. edition of the show. So cell networks are down nationwide. And the Daily Mail got this piece out so quick. Did that, does that, is that their typo? Cell networks? Selnet, where you originally sat down, is that, is that theirs? 911 services across America crash. Listen, folks, a lot of you woke up this morning, including producer Jim from the radio show, to a big SOS in the corner of your phone, indicating that your phone is probably not working. Listen, let me just be straight with you. It is early. It's no sources have contacted me about it yet. Uh, so all of this is speculation. Again, I never like to be first on stories. I like to be right. So let me just be clear to you. Uh, this is just speculation, okay? I, I don't know what happened. Was it some kind of update within these programs that went bad? I have no idea. Uh, I, I'm just here to tell you that when these things happen, 
if it's related to a cyber attack or not. I don't know that. I will report to you if I hear it. I don't know that. Whether it's related to it or not, it should be a reminder to you that things can break bad fast. And one of the things that worries me about this stuff is there's a general assumption that the government knows what they're doing and they have some massive backup plan in case, as Cypress Hill said, when this shit goes down, you better be ready. You, They are not ready. They are not re- Maybe be real and Cypress Hill was ready with the song. They're, they're not ready. Folks, the government is full of idiots. A lot of nice people work there. I work with a lot of good people in the Secret Service. Ton of heroes in our military. But the hard reality is a lot, not all, but a lot of people in management positions in government, especially in Democrat administrations, are dipshits. You don't, you're acting like they have this plan. This morning, the whole, you know, what, 75,000 people woke up without 911 service. You would think they'd be, right, Joe? Some backup plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got this. Don't worry. When that happens, we, when X happens, we do Y. You know what the government plan is? When X happens, we do. No, if you're listening on audio, your podcast isn't broken. That's the answer. Nothing. They don't know shit. I, I love how you all presume, like, not you all listen to the show. I don't mean to offend you guys, but the liberals listening. How you all assume a government that enacted an Obamacare plan and Joe, remember this? We were doing the show. Could not even operate a freaking website. Go to <laughs> Obamacare.dipshit. They couldn't even do that. Took forever. They couldn't. Remember, people were logging on like, yeah, yeah. hey, your website don't work. They, and you think the government has a plan? Here's another thing that worries me. The government always uses opportunities like that. Hey, don't blame me. Rahm Emanuel said it. Did he not say, folks, never let a crisis go to waste? What did Rahm Emanuel tell you? He said it. Obama's right-hand guy, mayor of Chicago, chief of staff. He said, never let a crisis go to waste. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden the election integrity people within the government, election integrity, if you get what I'm saying, election deaf people, start using this as an excuse to double down on national security threats and censorship. They never let a crisis go to waste. Do not put it past these idiots. The government doesn't have a plan, okay? Stop. You need a plan in spite of the government. You're paying them $3 trillion a year to jerk you around. And that's a fact. I pay the government not to do anything because everything they do sucks. They should give all of you $10,000 of your own tax money back to do your own emergency plan because the government's full of morons. (laughs) However, I am long in the United States. Back to the show. That was an unexpected rant. I'm sorry. He's like, where'd that come from? That was barely in the show. It's just some <laughs> screenshot you said. It's, it's true. They're so Everybody's like, oh, no, the government's got a plan. <laughs> he said, he said, you've been in a DMV, right? You've been in a local DMV? Oh, no, no, they got it. Don't worry. They got a plan, folks. They know exactly what they're doing. No, no, it's like the extra super DMV. and the, They know exactly what they're doing. Oh, okay, sure. Sure they do. Folks, I am long in the United States. Why? Because of the people here. We, God has blessed us with something special. We've got this incredible landmass full of natural resources, and we've been through so much. It's hard for me to believe. You know, you can be an atheist, whatever you want. That's fine. Everybody's welcome here. I'm not, but I just believe this country's been touched by the hand of God. We've been through too much. But I can't be naive and 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 project to you an image, but to, to, to be you know, 
happy-go-lucky and smiley, happy all the time. The cutesy time is here because it's not. Cutesy time is over. The Republic is on life support if not already dead. Doesn't mean we can't resuscitate it and get it back. But ladies and gentlemen, the tyranny we warned about is already here and the evidence is everywhere. I want to show you a couple examples of just stories that happened in the last few days where your government that you finance with trillions of dollars of your money and hard work that isn't even prepared for a basic emergency like today gives you the double-barreled middle finger and basically acknowledges it exists in its own space right now. What I'm getting at is government operating within a constitutional republic framework, you understand that's over, correct? Does anyone in the chat disagree? Nobody believes that anymore. You live in a tyranny now. How do I know? I always bring the receipts. Just look at this evidence about how process and the rule of law is completely collapsed. This is actual evidence. I'm going to play for you Democrats' own words about, I can't do X because it's a republic, basically, and then cut B, I'm doing X because I don't give a shit what you think. Let's start right here. Here's Nancy Pelosi. This is a while ago. You may have seen this, this cut banging its ray around, around cable news. This is Pelosi talking about Joe Biden and student loan uh, theft. I say student loan left, student loan theft because a lot of media people, and this is total BS, are characterizing it as student loan forgiveness. Forgiveness? Debts don't disappear. What happens to debts? They're oh, paid by the debtor or the creditor. If I borrow $100 from Joe and pay it back, I paid yep. the debt. If I borrowed $100 from Joe and don't pay it back, who paid the debt, Joe? <laughs> if Joe borrow- did. Yeah. He paid the debt. Yeah. Joe's like, oh, Joe's like, he's got shit coming at him left and right right now. Joe's like, <laughs> he's got like catcher's equipment. No, he paid the debt. Did he not? It wasn't the Tooth Fairy's money. Nope. I borrow $1,000 from Gee and pay it back. I paid it. I don't pay it back. He paid it. There's no student loan forgave. Who forgave it? God? Who forgave it? There's only student loan theft. Biden steals your money to give it to some kid to go to college. That's it. Here's Nancy Pelosi. And, and, and I wish these cable news people playing this cut would be clear that this is evidence of the tyranny we live in now. They keep dancing around the topic and pussyfooting around. Just be honest. The Republic's dead. We have an election to save it. That's it. Watch this. People think that the president of the United States, is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would has to be an act of Congress. In one of the few moments of Nancy Pelosi's storied malfeasance-laden career, she's absolutely correct. The power of the purse lies with the Congress, the House of Representatives. It's actually in the Constitution. You know, you could read it like the founding documents. It's kind of like an OA. You know what an OA is in business? An operating agreement. Here's the operating agreement between the government and the people. You can read it. It's available. There's an app for it. It's called the Constitution. Here's ABC News reporting yesterday on not only Biden completely ignoring that, even after Democrats acknowledge that, in fact, they can't do it because we live in a freaking tyranny, folks. Let's be straight with people and cut the bullshit, okay? Here's ABC acknowledging not only did Biden do it, do it after the Supreme Court ruled against him. Matter of fact, put up that SCOTUS blog headline. Supreme Court, 
strikes down Biden's student loan forgiveness program. Supreme Court told him he can't do any of this. Not only did he do it afterwards, now he's even forgiving new loans. And it's not even here. It's 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 a middle finger and a oh, one of my middle toe is up too. It's actually three middle digits to America. It's, <laughs> it's, oh yeah. Here we go. Here. Here we go, folks. That's right. Here. It's a triple and two feet. Here. Here. Here we go. Two and Guy's got middle fingers up too. No, this one. He doesn't care. We live in a tyranny, man. Here, watch ABC report on. And they're happy. The media loves this shit, by the way. Check this out. How will this plan work? And how do you know if you're eligible? Yeah, Diane, most of the recent fixes to the student loan forgiveness program have been just that, fixes to programs that were already in place, especially think of people like public servants, teachers, firefighters who had qualified for public uh, loan forgiveness, but those programs had been broken. This is different. This is new debt forgiveness, and it is very interesting. If your original balance was less than $12,000, you see there, and you paid for over 10 years, you now qualify. He's not only like, screw all you guys, including the Supreme Court. I'm now just going to invent an entirely new program and just slam it in your face. I'm asking even the dumbass liberals watching. I know you guys are pretty stupid. and I get that. Believe me, I understand. But I'm asking even you to try to, pro you know, I know your RAM doesn't work too well, the whole short-term processing thing. Who's lying? Is your goddess Nancy Pelosi lying when she said he couldn't do this? Is the Supreme Court making it up? I thought we were supposed to trust the courts. Or is your guy, your oatmeal god, in fact, the tyrant? Here's another example. I just sent this this morning before the show while I'm on. And just so you understand, we're going, you understand we're in a tyranny right now, right? Tell me if the, the receipts I'm bringing, what did they, they absolutely categorically dispositively prove what I'm telling you? We live in an extra constitutional tyranny. None of this stuff is legal. None of it. And we got one opportunity to take it back. I'm optimistic about it, but make no mistake, we're in a real hole right now. This is Biden just a few weeks ago. He's asked about the border. Hey, man, I, 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 what are you going to do about the border invasion going on? He's like, I don't have the power. Just give me the power to do all this stuff and I'll do it. Here, listen to this. With executive authority, is there more you could do? Absolutely. That's all I can do. Just give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got it off. Give me the border patrol. Give me the people. Give me the people to judge it. Give me the people who can stop this and make it work fast. Oh, now we find out Biden at the State of the Union is going to announce that he has the unilateral power to engage in an executive order, which would shut down the border for certain people coming in. Who's no full shit. of shit? Biden or Biden? Whoa. Is it yeah. it's Joe Biden debating Joe Biden? Why? Because they're making it up. They're liars. They're tyrants. What's the essence of a tyranny? If I had to sum it up, the essence of tyranny is a plastic government. What do I mean plastic? It's moldable. You mold it into whatever you want. The thing about a constitutional republic is the structure, not the people, but the structure is rigid. You want to do X, you have to do Y. You want to spend money on a program, you go to Congress and sell it, where representatives of the people who voted them in get to vote on it. And then the Senate gets a say. 
And then the president gets a say to sign or veto. Right? I mean, just like conjunction, junction, what's your function? This is like 101, schoolhouse rock. Everybody gets it. Not plastic government. Plastic government, you want to steal people's money to give it to Samuel to study basket weaving at the University of East Bumblefuck? Go right ahead, just steal your neighbor's money. Joe Biden's garbage. He's a filthy human being. He's stealing your money to give to other people to go to school. And then he's lying to you about a border invasion. I don't have no powers, anything I can do. Really? Do you look at Section 212F of the Immigration Nationality Act that gives you the power? Now all of a sudden he realizes he's got political trouble? Now it's plastic. Now I have the power. Where'd he learn this from? Where'd he learn it from? He learned it from Obama, the second worst president in U.S. history. Second? Who's the first? Biden. Folks, I'm sorry. I know a lot of you will disagree. Biden is worse. I'm telling you Biden is worse. Biden has done more damage in three years than Obama did in eight. And man, did Obama do a lot of damage. I mean, it's nearly incalculable. But he learned from Obama. Here, you want more evidence of the tyranny we live in? Remember this uh, Obama appearance on Univision when he's asked about, hey, man, what are you going to do about immigration at the border and these kids in the country? And he's like, ah, I can't do it. I need Congress and all this other stuff. Remember, check this out. Listen. With respect to uh, the notion that I can just suspend deportations through executive order, uh, that's just not the case uh, because there are laws on the books that Congress has passed. uh, And I know that everybody here at Bell is studying hard, so you know that we've got three branches of government. Uh, Congress passes the law. The executive branch's job is to enforce and implement those laws. And then the judiciary has to uh, interpret uh, the laws. There are enough laws on the books by Congress that are very clear in terms of how we have to enforce uh, our immigration system that for me to simply, through executive order, ignore those congressional mandates uh, would uh, not conform with my appropriate role as president. This is the OG of tyranny, by the way. This is the original right here. Total OG, Obama. Plastic government. He just told you what he said is correct. I have no unilateral power to change the law. And then look at this. This is just a little bit after that. He gets political pressure to uh, sign on to DACA and DAPA for basically what's a mass amnesty program. And he gives his speech in the Rose Garden, says the exact opposite. It's Obama debating Obama. Why? Because he knows it's a plastic government, not a constitutional republic anymore. Watch this. I take executive action only when we have a serious problem, a serious issue, and Congress chooses to do nothing. And in this situation, the failure of House Republicans to pass a darn bill is bad for our security, it's bad for our economy. And it's bad for our future. So, while I will continue to push House Republicans to drop the excuses and act, and I hope their constituents will too, America cannot wait forever for them to act. And that's why today I'm beginning a new effort to fix as much of our immigration system as I can on my own without Congress. 
Folks, he just said in a prior clip he can't do that. He just said it. Student loans, immigration, budget spending, budget items, pressuring people to arrest people, weaponizing government. The tyranny they've always wanted is here. And that leads to my next section of the show, the most important part. That's why they fear Trump so much. Whether you're a Trump guy or not, it doesn't matter to me. This show is for everyone. However, I'm telling you, they fear Trump more than anyone because they know that first four years was a big learning curve for him. He was an outsider, but they know he's coming in now with an agenda to empty this mess out, and they are wetting their diapers, man. I'm going to show you a video coming up next. Of the, you know this guy, Mike Benz, we played on Monday. He did this walk and talk. It's, ter- it's like eight minutes long. I only have a couple clips from it. But it is so good about why this psyop being conducted on America right now, that if Trump wins, it's the end of democracy. When in the reality, the, rea- the real world, it's really the rebirth of democracy. Why they're doing that. It's good. Stay tuned. Quick break. Blackout coffee. Be awake, not woke. Drink blackout coffee. Get rid of that crap coffee you're drinking out. One, it probably tastes terrible. <clears throat> and two, it's probably run by a bunch of crazed leftists. Listen, if you think I'm messing with you, and if this is, I asked him, this is like, it's, no, this is not a pillow. This is an actual bag of the greatest coffee you will ever drink. Chatsters, chime in now. Who bought this stuff and loves it? Yes, sniff. there's a lot of sniffs in this bag. This is the cinnamon French toast favored flavor blackout coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'd be lying if I said this stuff didn't taste like a milkshake. I love it. I love it a little too much. I've been drinking the hell out of it. They have a ton of great flavors. The guy who runs the company, by the way, absolutely loves this country. Loves the country. There you go. See, yeah, somebody, look at it in the chat blowing up. I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. I drink quite a bit of it. Start the year off right with a resolution to support companies like Blackout. Skip the long lines, order online. The folks at Blackout ship within 48 hours of roasting the coffee. It's fresh. It's incredible. It's bold. Never bitter. I love it. That cinnamon French toast is amazing. Do me a favor. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. See what I'm talking about? They're the real deal. Stop drinking that woke corporate junk brown water coffee. Drink the real deal. Blackout Coffee. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Make the switch to Blackout Coffee. You're going to love it. Send me your reviews. I know you chatsters dig it too. So blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. All right, back to the show. Mike Ben strikes again, folks. Another great video. Uh, Mike's been around for a long time. By the way, I said that one guy, that one guy was Lenz, not Ben. The other guy we reported on last time. So sorry about that. But Mike Ben's is his name. Ben strikes again with another great video. This guy is a really, really good analyst about what goes on with the Intel community and how it's become the blob. Uh, a.k.a. the deep state, the corpus, John Brennan refers to. Now, keep that idea in your head for a minute. Folks, uh, what I'm trying to get across, and I think I did so poorly because some of the last few shows, he's like, no, our average is up. I've been a little disappointed in the last few shows. I don't think I got my point across well. The point I'm trying to make to you is uh, the reason I don't like the term deep state is because of the second part of it, state. When you say deep state, and I'm not suggesting you in the chat, you guys have been listening to me for a while, but a lot of newcomers to this assume that we're talking about the state, people who get a government paycheck. That's a part of it, absolutely. But folks, it's a very small part of it. 
the deep state or the corpus or the mosaic as Jim Comey referred to it. The corpus as Brennan referred to it. The blob as I've heard other people refer to it is a carousel of people who work in the government, say they go to CIA, then they go to work for some non-governmental organization and they maintain their contacts. And then they develop sources they give to the CIA. And then they develop sources in labor unions and use labor unions in these groups. That, that Then the FBI uses some of the information generated from them. And then the press leaks out to a group that feeds to a media source that feeds information back to the FBI. What I'm trying to get at is the blob, this, this blob of people working against the republic and in your interests, they hate Trump because he's not one of them. And they are so eager to stop this next election from Trump winning that they'll do anything. I want to play part one of this. You're going to hear something very familiar. It's about a minute plus. This is Mike Benz doing a walk and talk. And he's talking about something we brought up on this show often. The Blob, a group of former government officials, party people, labor leaders that founded this group called the Transition Integrity Project in the 2020 election. This is the Blob, the deep state. They were committed to stopping Trump from winning, even if it resulted in violence. Listen to part one of this. This is good. So it was a predicate used to establish a protocol around doing things that you're not normally allowed to do in an election cycle if someone poses an existential threat to, you know, the, the, the system of, of governance that they call democracy. Now, we saw this happen in 2020. For example, the Transition Integrity Project, which was this uh, you know, 65-person, hugely influential group of people. This included Donna Brazil, the former head of, of the DNC, Michael Steele, the former head of the RNC, so the two most recent heads of both major political parties, as well as about 60-some officials from the Department of Defense, the Department of State, the intelligence community, and then other cluster networks around everything from journalism to, uh, to, to champions of industry. And they had a role play simulation about how to overturn the 2020 election. This is in June 2020, five months before the election happened, about how they could overturn the election if Trump won to save democracy and make sure that he would not be able to have a second term. This is, they had simulation three. I've posted this a million times, but I'll put it in the thread below. They did four simulations. In simulation number three, John Podesta personally played a role-playing role of Joe Biden. John Podesta, who was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager and now runs the largest pot of money in the entire federal government, a $370 billion slush fund for energy project projects. He personally role-played the role of Joe Biden. And John Podesta, who now again is back in government, you, you, you see why the blood, the deep state, Tony, am I explaining this? Well, I'm asking you because you're the newest one here. It is not, this deep state is a terrible set of, of words put together because it implies that they're all state actors. They're not, they rotate in and out of government. Podesta has been in and out as a political actor, an activist, a government employee. John Podesta, Hillary Crony, is now back in government as the climate-type czar controlling hundreds of billions of dollars of resources. He was the guy in the Transition Integrity Project blog program that they suggested street violence, by the way. He was the guy 
who implied that California could secede from the union if Donald Trump won. These people are crazy. If a Republican had did this, they would be there would there would be calls to hang them in a public square in front of Washington, D.C. Oh, thank you. Here, John Podesta to succeed John Kerry as top U.S. climate diplomat. These people are crazy. The group he was involved in that Ben's so accurately and eloquently points out there, the Transition Integrity Project. Look, here it is. Podesta played Biden in a simulation and they, quote, threatened instead to seize a block of the West Coast. <laughs> These people are nuts. Isn't it funny? These people are crazy. That's why I'm trying to get the swampy, dumbass Republican crowd that doesn't get it, that hates Trump, and is like, oh, I'd rather vote for Biden. Things would be better. Do you understand the tyrannies here? Are you this freaking stupid? Do you not just listen to these people? I just played. The reason I started this show is I the way I did is to establish a baseline. I just played for you your new heroes, Pelosi, Biden, and Obama, telling you we're in a tyranny. I can't do this. I'm doing it. And you're still going to vote for these people? You think Ben's is lying? Here, look it up. Here's the Transition Integrity Project. Put this in a search engine. Preventing a disrupted presidential election and transition. This is that blob, blob group he was talking about, Ben. They note that planners need to take seriously the notion this may well be a street fight, not a legal battle. They know courts and a reliance on elites observing norms are not the answer. Folks, they're talking about an actual street fight. Do you understand if Republicans, thank you, that if Republicans are doing this, wow, you really, <laughs> you guys are having too much fun with you. That's pretty cool. If you're, if, you're, if you're listening, watch the rumble. These guys are getting very creative here. They're not kidding. They're talking about actual violence. I'm going to play part two of what Ben's is talking about, because where's the violence going to come from? It's not going to be Podesta. He's a wuss bag. What do you think? Podesta, David Axelrod, and Obama going to be in the streets duking it out like the old Notre Dame fighting Irish guy? They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Where are they going to get the shock troops from? Listen to part two, and I encourage you to go to Ben's uh, social media accounts. Listen to the whole eight minutes. It's worth your time. In the interest of time, I took the two chunks I found the most interesting because this transition integrity project been on my mind forever. I'll play part two coming up in a second about the shock troops. Stay tuned. Quick break. Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they've been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say only, I mean the only one. People are flocking over to Patriot Mobile. Why? They want to get away from these liberal mobile companies that really hate our guts. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage. Giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch over to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veteran and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. The team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Bongino. Join me and make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino. We're called 972-PATRIOT. And our last sponsor today is ProviaHair.com slash Dan. Are you one of the millions of Americans struggling with that premature hair thinning and hair loss? I know you probably don't like that. Maybe you're scared about inheriting the thinning look because it just runs in the family. Introducing Provia. 
a real solution that delivers on its promise without the harsh side effects, unwanted chemicals, and unpleasant smells. Thanks to our friends that develop GenuCell Skincare, Provia uses Procapil, a natural ingredient, to effectively target the three main causes of premature hair thinning for men and women of any age. By supporting scalp circulation and delivering of nourishing nutrients and hair follicle anchoring to your scalp, Provia guarantees more hair on your head than in the shower or on the comb or 100% of your money back. And right now, new customers save over 50% off Provia's introductory package at Provia, P-R-O-V-I-A, proviahair.com slash Dan. The package includes a full 60-day supply of Provia serum for daily use, plus their super concentrate that could give you faster, more noticeable results. Every order includes your choice of a free gift at checkout. See results for yourself right now. Proviahair.com slash Dan. Proviahair.com slash Dan. These statements of products have not been evaluated by the FDA. The products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or condition. All right, back to the show. So where exactly are these super violent, ultra violent leftists that the never Trumpers and swampy Republicans think they're going to be able to rely on after the election? Where are they going to get their shock troops for violence if Trump wins this election? Because it's going to happen. You can flag it right now. If Trump wins, you, you can expect from November to January till he's sworn in, you can expect violence and protests in some form nearly every single day. Flag it! This is going to be the biggest flag of all. Where are they going to get them from? Listen to Mike Ben's part two. And I want you to note something here. Now, once you listen to this, you'll understand why the media had to provide cover for BLM and Antifa with the, oh, this is mostly peaceful as they were burning down cities. Keep that in your mind as you're listening to this. Check this out. It was in this role play. It was dirty tricks. The the simulation went as follows. If Trump won a, a, quote, clear victory at the Electoral College, but had lost the popular vote, they were going to mobilize Black Lives Matter street muscle. They wrote this. Mobilize Black Lives Matter street muscle and use their anger to, to essentially become a pro-Biden anarcho-tyranny force that would shut down the country as a color revolution does in Serbia or in Tunisia or as the CIA organizes abroad. Who was the head of the Transition Integrity Project, by the way? It was, uh, it was a woman named Rosa Brooks, who was a former high-ranking Pentagon official, who in her own book talks about how she had a CIA blue badge, which allows you to access essentially the inner sanctum of the CIA and is currently sort of masquerading as a, maybe that's too strong a word, but is is currently employed as a professor of democratization studies at Georgetown, which if you know what that means, that means she teaches courses on how to overthrow governments. Now, as we know, there, from the Time Magazine article that came out just weeks after the election, uh, it turned out that the Chamber of Commerce had it, had a deal struck with the AFL-CIO, which used to be called the AFL-CIA by, uh, by, by folks back in the 1960s because of how closely it worked with the Central Intelligence Agency as street muscle for overthrowing foreign countries, as what happened in Poland with the trade unions there under Lech Walesa and in many other countries, but I'll save that for another time. The Chamber of Commerce and the AFL-CIO came to a mutual agreement for a stand-down of the destabilizing protests they had planned if Trump had won the election. The Time Magazine article stipulates this. Folks, he's 100% spot on. Now do you understand again why I hate this term, the deep states? Why we say the sloppy state, the silly state? I don't care what you call it. But they're not all state actors. I just wrote down some of them that he mentions here, that all operate in this blob that just hates you. Here's the blob, here's you. 
universities. You just heard one. Think tanks. Remember Brookings and their role in the PP hoax, the Brookings Institution? NGOs. If you read my book, Follow the Money, in the first chapter on Ukraine, it's called Insane in Ukraine. I lay out extensively how George Soros was operating in Ukraine in his, one of his groups, I should say, that he funds was operating in Ukraine and then wound up hiring someone who worked with the FBI over in Ukraine while they were operating against people like yourself and protecting people who protected the regime. Just read the chapter. It's called Insane in Ukraine. Rent it from the library. I, library. I don't care. I promise you, I don't care. I'm not trying to make money off the book. Read the book. Follow the money. The first chapter lays it all out. Think tanks, universities, NGOs like Soros groups, uh, the CIA and FBI, the CIA, the CIA and FBI, CIA and John Brennan work with foreign intel. They get information. They feed it to the FBI. The FBI needs to verify it. They go to a Hillary Clinton paid source who goes to a Brookings Institution NGO guy. I'm not trying to confuse you. Some people all oh, put together a chart. We don't need a chart. I'm simply trying to make the point to you that when they want to target you, you, Trump, MAGA people, they will find a way. And it might not be a government actor who initiates it. They have figured this out a long time ago. This threat to democracy thing Ben's addresses in the video. We got to get rid of these people that are a threat to democracy. The only threat to democracy is the freaking blob. Here, we always bring receipts. I want you to listen to this interview of Brennan. I referenced it the other day and earlier in the show. This is what he's talking about when he's questioned about the whole pee hoax thing. I want you to pay very close attention to when he uses the word the corpus, how it was pulsed against the corpus. What he means is we wanted to invent this story and to make the story seem real, we had to go get people outside of government to make it seem real, i.e. in the blob. That's what he means here when he says we pulsed it against the corpus. Trust me, that's what he's talking about. Listen to this. Thing come through the CIA via the, the the five eyes thing that that would have been a the piece of information that gets to the FBI. Yeah. That how that works? No, I'm not going to get into details about how it was acquired, but the FBI has very close relationship with its British counterparts, okay. and so the the FBI had visibility into a number of things that were going on involving some individuals who may have had some affiliation with the Trump campaign, mm -hmm. and so the intelligence that we collected was pulsed against that, and I thought it would would have been derelict if the FBI did not pull the. Threads, investigative threads on American uh, persons who might have been involved with Russia and uh, working on their behalf either wittingly or unwittingly. You, you get it? This is what he's talking about. All they needed to do was put out to the corpus, the blob, hey, we need to take out Trump. And they knew someone would come forward with some bullshit, a university, an NGO, a think tank, a Soros group. They don't care. Here, listen to Comey mention the same exact thing. This blob is real. Yeah, I, I mean, I shouldn't be. Call it whatever you want. I, I just, it is, they are not all state actors. And I'm so glad Ben's did this video. Listen to Comey here. Talk about the mosaic. And I want you to keep in mind, he's talking about the corpus, the blob. And they are so terrified Trump is going to get back in office, office now with his set of skills from his four prior years. And they're going to expose all of this. 
that you can expect the craziness like you saw started yesterday with the Weiss thing and all that other stuff to double and triple down. Listen to this. Called the dossier unverified, salacious. Why did you use that to the FISA court to ask for surveillance for Carter Page? Not only use it, but you led with it. A bulk of that FISA application deals with that dossier. Why? Yeah, that's not my recollection, Brett. And I don't know that the FISA application has been released. My recollection was it was part of a broader mosaic of facts that were laid before the FISA judge to obtain a FISA warrant. And brothers and sisters, just listen to the left. Just listen to them talk. You ever notice that 50%, if not more, of what we play on this show is the left talking about how they F you over? Just listen to them. How many clips so far? Let me just check. I'm, I'm, have I played a single clip of a Republican yet? Pelosi, ABC, Biden, Obama, Obama. Well, Ben's. We got two clips from Ben's. Assume he's a Republican. Brennan, that call me fake Republican. I mean, no, what, 70% or not more of what we played today? Are Democrats telling you the plan? And they're doing it again. He brought up an interesting question. He said someone, a friend of his asked, hey, why is this collusion thing and Russia and spy stuff? Why is it all relevant again? Maybe I did a poor job of explaining this. I didn't make it relevant again. A source the FBI has, not me, it's not my source. I have never mentioned the name Alexander Smirnov on my show ever. I have mentioned an FBI source in a 1023, to be clear, because the story was out there. I have never mentioned Alexander Smirnov's name prior to what, a week ago on my show ever. The reason the story's relevant again is the FBI amazingly is claiming that they got burned again by another source giving them fake information from Russians. It's not my story. And shockingly, the exact same media people are involved again. We got fooled by the Russians. I thought you got fooled by the Russians over the collusion hoax. We got fooled again. They told us Biden was taking bribes. How do we keep getting fooled by the Russians? The answer is we're not. This is all bullshit. Look at the New York Times this morning. New York Times. Glenn Thrush and Kenneth Vogel. Oh, my gosh, Joe. Here we go again. Same guys. Same guy. Same guys. The informant turned defendant who took aim at the Bidens. I want you to just read the New York Times, how this is happening. This is not me doing it. The media and the corpus is doing it again. Russia is getting us again, trying to influence the election. In 2020, Smirnov told his FBI handler what prosecutors say was a brazen lie. By the way, it's supposed to be doing journalism. It's a brazen lie. The owner of Burisma had arranged to pay $5 million of the Bidens. Explosive claim was leaked to Republicans who made Smirnoff's allegations a centerpiece of their effort to impeach Biden? Pardon? What the fuck are you talking about? Glenn Thrush and douchebag Vogel. I've never mentioned this guy in my life. What are you two assholes talking about? The FBI has a 1023 form saying, a 1023, documenting their interaction with an informant. This guy. That's news. If the guy's telling the truth or not, it's the centerpiece. Chatsters, serious question. Please, I, I'll tell you what, I'll give you $1,000 cash if you can point to me, me mentioning Smirnoff, 
say before like a month ago when the story came out, whatever, probably two weeks. It's never happened. I had no idea who this guy was. I don't know what he's talking about. The allegations of fraud against the Bidens, none of it's in question. Hunter worked at Burisma. Nobody knows what he did even to this day. Biden was the point man on Burisma. And one of the business partners, Bob Alinsky, is saying that they were selling access to the Bidens. I don't give a shit about Smirnoff. These two D-bags at the New York Times do. The centerpiece. Centerpiece of what? Here, watch the other scam these morons are pulling. Part two. It's not clear, either in court filings or records, where Smirnoff was born. He's fluent in Russian, speaks English with a heavy accent, and might have roots in Ukraine. Holy shit, here we go with Ukraine again. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I... I I'm not going to... Just please read the... Please read the book. Please. Forget, don't read... I'm going to explain to you. I don't even care if you read the book. Follow the money, the first chapter. I will just explain it to you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ukraine has been in from the beginning deeply on the plot to take out Trump. Forget, I don't even care if you read it. That's, that's the gist of it. So my question to you is, now we got another guy with connections to Ukraine knee-deep in a Russia collusion scandal? Ladies and gentlemen, is it just possible that the Ukrainians may be some people who don't like Trump may be helping out Joe Biden right now by giving up information on Smirnov. Wow, look at that. I saw I out of the corner of my eye, I saw a big damn bunch. You know, my head's big enough. Look at his forehead. You don't get a forehead like this by accident. I might have Neanderthal genes. <laughs> I have some Neanderthal DNA. Folks, you don't find it unusual that the past three days I've been covering stories about another Russia collusion hoax and everything has a connection to Ukraine. Go back and watch yesterday's show if you missed it. It's a deep dive. I get it. It's a lot of material. But Russia hoax 2016 involved a Trump campaign guy, Manafort, dealing with a guy from Ukraine who they said was Russian intelligence. Wait, I thought you just talked about that. No, no, no. That's a different story. They all have a connection to Ukraine. It's all started Ukraine. Everyone has a connection to Ukraine. It's the weirdest thing. It's almost like they needed to distract from the Biden impeachment coming. So someone with a connection to Ukraine is helping out Biden by going, hey, that guy the FBI is using who's ratted on you. Oh, uh, yeah, man, he's Russian intel. And the FBI and the DOJ are like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Here, look at CNN. Evan Perret, here they are again, folks. Same Joe, same names, same names. Same guy. CNN chiming in. How a trusted FBI source became the center of a Washington scandal. Here, watch this hilarious framing. Again, this is what the media does. They tell you a story, not the story. Listen to how they frame this. Years later, in May of 2020, Smirnoff allegedly texted FBI handler that Joe Biden was, quote, going to jail. Smirnoff allegedly told his handler he would get those recordings of Hunter Biden telling Marisma that his father would take care of the prosecutor general, an allegation that was pushed at the time by Trump, uh, top Trump allies and Russian operatives. <laughs> Even, folks, again, Joe, does he ever talk? No, never. You ask you a question, he'll answer with a yes or no. The man says right. nothing ever. He is a man of few words. Even Guy's like, you're, you're joking, right? 
we are pushing the allegation that Joe Biden was going to go get the prosecutor general. You know who disputes that? Joe Biden, because he's on tape literally talking about getting the prosecutor general. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Version 6,426 of the son of a bitch tape. Here you go. I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to the press conference, said, no, nah. I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. We, we pushed it? Did that thing stall or something like that? You got the longer one? We, we, wait, before you go back, we pushed it? Did you not hear Joe Biden himself? Here, cue that thing up again. Tell me when you're ready. I'm all, it's not us. It's him. Joe, the CNN's framing of this is hilarious. An allegation pushed at the time by top Trump allies. It's pushed by Biden. He advertised it. What are you guys talking about? Folks, what is this tape about? This video. Sorry, we're going to play for you. Stop there. What is it about? Chatsters. It's about Ukraine again. Folks, I, I, I don't want to sound like a arrogant asshole. So forgive me here. If someone else is discussing this in detail, my deep apology. The Russian collusion scandal in 2016, in 2020 with the laptop. Oh, it's Russian. And now, oh, the source ratting on Biden was Russian intel. Are not Russian collusion scandals, folks. They're Ukraine scandals. It's right in front of your eyes. He's talking about firing a prosecutor in Ukraine. Here, listen. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Oh, Lindsay TikTok's getting uh, pushed off. Hold on. You ever, by the way, if you ever get messed with by Stripe like she is right now, I'm going to send this to her. You can help use Parallel Economy. That's my company, and I'll tell you that but I'm just tweeting to her now. Apparently, Stripe is messing with her. So, there. Libs, Chaya, we can help you. Folks, this is a Ukraine story. Are you getting this? These collusion stories are not Russian. They are Ukraine stories. Ukraine was involved early on in the effort to take down Trump. Not the people of Ukraine, but government officials and blob people over there. Soros groups were involved in it. The sources they keep claiming are Russian have more ties to Ukraine than they do to Russia. This is a Ukraine story. And it just begs the question, and I'll wrap this here because it's, I, I, don't, I know some of you are getting tired of it. Is someone in Ukraine realizing Donald Trump is an existential threat to the money flow to Ukraine, helping Joe Biden get reelected by feeding them stories and taking out Trump's uh, taking out Biden's enemies one by one by claiming they're Russian intelligence. Certainly seems that way. I'm sure I'll be accused of being a Russian stooge, by the way, despite forcefully speaking out repeatedly against what Putin's doing there and telling you the Ukrainian people obviously deserve none of this. It doesn't matter because they don't care. Everyone's a Russian stooge. All right, let me play this for you because this is important. Uh, Clarence Thomas, folks, expect the 
Clarence Thomas is a national treasure. Sorry, I'm a little distracted because it's not because of. I just, I get disappointed because sometimes I don't think I'm explaining this stuff well and I'm afraid, like, uh, you know, because you guys really matter to me. And I'm afraid 50 something minutes into the show, there are people out there who either, you know, maybe don't get it. This is the biggest story of our time. There is a foreign government actively involved in influencing our elections. Yes, the Russians hate us and want to interfere in our elections. But the Ukrainian involvement has become like this black sheep no one wants to talk about because they're afraid it's going to reflect poorly on us helping them in the war effort. That's a separate matter. Ukrainian election interference in the United States is the biggest issue of our time. I want to just end with this because Clarence Thomas is a national hero, folks. Clarence Thomas is by far the best Supreme Court justice we've had in decades. And the problem we're having now is as it gets worse for Joe Biden, as it gets worse for Biden, they are going to try to push Clarence Thomas out. They're, 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 what they were hoping for is another Biden term where they could alter the composition of the Supreme Court where Clarence Thomas would just pass on, basically. They want him to just leave, if you know what I mean. Now that they feel they're going to lose, the pressure on Clarence Thomas to step down and step aside is going to get ridiculous. They've been attacking him forever with ProPublica and elsewhere. It's not going to stop. Mike Davis was on Bannon's War Room and talked about one of the reasons they really hate Clarence Thomas, in addition to him uh, being an obstacle. Check this out. Take a listen to Ian Sams from the White House today. The report lays out example after example of how the president did not willfully take classified documents. The report lays out how the president did not share classified documents with anyone. The report lays out how the president did not knowingly share classified information with anyone. How do you get up there and say that? I mean, how do you go up? I guess because you know the media is not going to ask you many tough questions because they they don't want to believe this story. But that refutes everything that was in the files that that were released last night. He just goes up and says it. Yeah, well, he says that Biden didn't share classified documents with anyone. Well, he shared classified information. It was on those tapes with his biographer and uh, they deleted those tapes. Documents. So that's his little that's his little trick. He said, you're right. He said documents. He didn't say information. Man, we're really banging him with the clips. That was a totally different clip. That's a totally different clip about a totally different issue. That isn't even like close to the right one. Did you guys just like bring that? That was from like a couple of weeks ago. All right. Now I'm frustrated. I'm going to have to end with this on a good note because I need to smile a little bit. That was definitely not the clip at all. No, no, I don't want it. It's too late. It's 55. Play the next one. Let's hope we, this is Clarence Thomas on C-SPAN uh, responding to calls for him to resign. Check this out. One of the things I'd say in response to the media is when they talk about, especially early on, about the way I did my job, I said, I will absolutely leave the court when I do my job as poorly as you do yours. (laughs) And that was meant as a compliment, really. (laughs) I think we've neglected this side of the room. Oh, gosh. All the way over here, yes. It really is good to be me. It really is. <laughs> All right, back on track. Folks, this guy's a national treasure. We can't lose this guy. The clip I was going to play before was Mike Davis basically saying that Clarence Thomas is a threat to them, not just because he's an actual conservative, but because he's a black man. 
And we know liberals are the biggest racists on planet Earth. They judge everything by race. Judging people by the color of their skin is the very definition of racism. Uh, he's a national treasure. And Clarence Thomas should not step aside ever because Clarence Thomas is one of the few reliable, I think, along with Alito, a reliable constitutional conservatives you can rely on to respect the structure of government, i.e. the constitutional republic that liberals have entirely thrown away. Folks, it's super important we protect this guy right now. All of these reports coming out, ProPublica and all this other crap, it's all garbage. This guy needs our protection online, on social media, and elsewhere. He is going to become public enemy number one. And I'm sorry about the confusion at the end. The show was kind of messy today. It's we, we got to kind of clear up a lot of process stuff going on. But can I leave you with this thought in the chat? I really need you right now. Are you getting what I'm telling you about this Ukraine election interference stuff? It is, it's going to happen again. There are people in Ukraine who are not our friends. I'm not saying everyone forget the war effort for a second. That's a separate argument. Okay, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Everyone the left keeps telling you is Russian intel and everything they tell you is coming from Russia about Trump and Biden is coming from someone connected to Ukraine. Every single one. Everyone. You don't think it's weird this latest source is another Ukrainian? Conservative media folks that have been doing a lot of homework on this, please run with this story. You are going to find what I'm telling you is right. Please read that opening chapter to follow the money, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. There's a huge connection to Soros, the FBI in Ukraine. The U.S. Embassy. Soros had business interests in Ukraine. Money was involved. Big money. All right, again, forgive us for all the screw-ups today. We'll have a cleaner show for you tomorrow. We're still getting some process uh, uh, stuff down. I hope you all, uh, you know, it happens once. So it's a live show. We've had very few mistakes over the last few years, and we've got a lot of things going on. So I deeply appreciate it. You guys matter to me a lot. I see the audience is down a little day. Probably has a lot to do with the uh, cyber outage across the country. But get prepared today, folks. Don't ignore this stuff, okay? It's important. Please tune in on Rumble every day at 11 a.m. I'd really appreciate it if you download the free Rumble app. It's a great app. We really love it. The UI is really good on it. Or you can always watch the show at 11 a.m. at rumble.com slash Bongino. And help us out on Apple and Spotify. Uh, we dropped a little bit over there. I think more people are listening on Rumble, but give us a follow over there too. We really appreciate it. See you on the radio show in a little bit and back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.